Welcome to Radio MVP Sports Podcast. I'm Tim Continenza along with Anthony Kepley. Episode number 20 coming your way. A baseball-only type podcast primarily because the Indians are in Game 3 of the ALDS against the Yankees. Last we talked to you was right before Game 1. And all the uh, talk about Bauer starting Game 1 and Kluber starting Game 2. And what a unique scenario came about. Uh, Trevor Bauer pitched one of the greatest games of his young career. Uh, basically had the Yankees no-hitted through five innings and ended up going almost into the seventh inning, actually, before uh, leading the way. The Indians get the shutout four to nothing. A terrific ball game all the way around. Game two was the most unique baseball game you're going to see in a long time as the Indians had their ace on the mound and Corey Kluber. And unfortunately, Klubes didn't have it. <laughs> and the Indians fell behind big early. They came back. Uh, actually, they fell behind 2 nothing on a home run in the first inning. They came back, scored two of their own. And unfortunately, Kluber couldn't handle it. And he lasted only like three and a third innings. And he was out of, out of the game. And eight runs were scored. And the Yankees were looking in control, eight to three. The Indians would fight their way back, and uh, a little luck on our way, maybe a little karma coming the Indians' way in the process, and the Indians uh, come away in extra innings on a young Gomes, um, jumping way ahead, but a, a du- basically a single down the mm-hmm. third base line basically would have been a double in most bats, uh, and scores Jackson, who had a phenomenal at-bat to work the walk, stole the base to get in scoring position. And that's how that game ended. And prior to that, of course, everyone's to talk about the two home runs, the grand slam by Francisco Lindor. And of course, uh, Jay Bruce coming through with a tying home run going the opposite field for the touch for the uh, home run there. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal run the Indians had. And Joe Girardi hearing it from the Yankees fans for not challenging a phantom hit by pitch. It looked like it hit the bat the handle of the bat and uh, the umpire thought it hit the hands of uh, Chisenhall got the first base and and then Lindor plunked it off the foul pole. I don't know where to begin. Uh, I I just, let me say this, Trevor Bauer had no hit stuff and everybody who questioned Tito, oh no, why is he going with Bauer? Why is he doing this? Well, we talked about it on Thursday, the Bauer's ERA against the Yankees this year was 1.38 to Kluber's 1.59. That's why. He had no hit stuff. That game was 4-0 in a game that felt like it was 24-0. It was over. It was over. It was so over, Tim, that I sat back on my couch and I didn't even pay attention. He gave a base hit in the sixth inning. I had no idea that he had a no-hitter going until Matt Vaskersen and Fox decided to blow up the broadcast by putting on every bleeping freaking graphic they showed him. He's got no hitter. He's got no hitter. I mean, let me say this too. The the Yankee homerism of these coverages has been sickening. It's been nauseating. And I know we should expect it because the Golden Boys are back in the playoffs. And all oh, the Yankees, they're finally resurrected. This rebuild job is turned around. They're 27 outs away from getting swept out of the playoffs. And right now, I think a lot of Yankees fans would rather get swept and end Joe Girardi's tenure faster than anything. Because if you ever want to talk about a, 
how managers don't mean much in baseball, take a look at game two, for example. Terry Francona, once again, was a genius. I mean, it seems like he has the Midas touch. In a game that your ace doesn't have it, and maybe because he was on six days rest instead of five days rest, he just, you know, was rusty, like we talked about Thursday. That was one thing you said you worried about. And that obviously didn't happen in game one, but game two you came back and, you know, and maybe if they would have had some more, you know, if with base load in the second or third inning, they would have scored more than just a run. You know, that could be a 5-2 game and CeCe's out in the second inning instead of a quick precision taking him out after five and a third. And I know the Yankees got a great bullpen. But, Joe, your bullpen has been taxed in the first two games that you've played. You relax them. If you don't need them, you don't pitch them. I mean, but anyways, you're down eight to three. And then Encarnacion's down, and you're like, well, it's back to New York 1-1, and hopefully Carrasco can turn it around. And for years in 95 and 97 and 01 and 2007 and, and 2005 even and, and last year, we've always expected this bad thing to happen. When is the shoe going to drop and something weird and wacky or bad is going to happen and the Indians are going to choke away again? When is it going to happen? And last year with the fictitious rain delay and, you know, in 07, the ball bounces off the wall perfectly to Ramirez, and Joel Skinner doesn't send him. And, you know, and Mesa throws his third-best pitch. And then you're thinking, well, the Yankees get the Kluber, it's 8-3, to three, and you got to go back to the Yankees dating for two games. And you're starting to maybe think, well, and Encarnacion's out, and you're thinking, well, here we go again. And maybe like you, And maybe like you said, it's karma. It's maybe just for one time, the baseball gods are looking down and saying, you know what, Cleveland, you suffered enough. And the Chisholm Hall at bat, look, I, I'm going to be honest, I think it was a strike. It, if anything, the ball inside it didn't hit his, his hand. And Girardi lost that one. And then, you know, with the rest was history. And it's funny to me, Jay Bruce, when Encarnacion went down he went to Lindor and said, go win this thing for us. And when you need Frank, when the Indians needed a big moment all season long, it's always been Frankie. It's always been Frankie. And I mean, it's going to get lost in the shuffle, but the, the games that Josh Tomlin and Jan Gomes had absolutely phenomenal. And here's a scary thing is the Indians' top of the order has not done very much. Outside of a Lindor Grand Slam, they haven't done very much. And I say a 10 RBI single, it's been, eh, it's been Jay Bruce, who might be the second best pickup in Indians history at the trade deadline. I mean, he's becoming the Andrew Miller of last year. But it's Austin Jackson, and it's, I mean, Jackson and Gomes, and they just, I mean, First of all, Torres must feel sick to his stomach. How how do you get picked off of second base after a leadoff error? You had the inning set up for you, and that's where the Indians could have crumpled again. But Gomes with the baby, 
I mean, an absolute sea. And people won't talk about the tag job that Lindor did on that to keep the tag on the guy through the play. It's, it's kind of scary to think maybe we're getting the breaks. Maybe, just maybe, we're getting the breaks. And Tomlin came out and absolutely baffled the Yankees. It was just, they had no idea what was coming. It was like a cement mixer, and they couldn't hit it. And it, Well, take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I need to. Take, take a breath and relax here for a moment. But no, <laughs> everything you're talking about recapping the game was it's just amazing. The Indians did play a phenomenal uh, and yeah, they got the breaks. I, you know, yep. hey, anytime you're in a playoff game, you need certain plays to go your way. Did the Yankees make some errors along the way to help the Indians? Yes, but that's part of baseball. That's part of sports, and you have to be exploitive. Like I've said many times, take advantage of opportunities. And you're right, Jay Bruce has been a huge pickup for the Indians, and we talked about that before it happened. How we, I was campaigning. I said, Jay mm-hmm. Bruce would be, is out there. How can you not look at him? There's other players available, but that's the guy I love because he could drive in runs, and he batted from the left-hand side. And if you're going to replace someone like a Brantley in your lineup, you wanted that type of a bat. And he has supplied that. Look, there's no question Jay Bruce, what he's done in the first two games, has been an MVP status yep. in the playoffs. There is no ALDS MVP. If there is one, Jay Bruce is, you know, leading candidate right now. Yep. For that, that, for that, I yep. will say this. Um, if I have a concern for the Indians, I look. It's an amazing win, first and foremost, yep. to come back. You had to take advantage of your breaks, and you did. Yep. And this, the the plays that I stand out for me, besides the ones you mentioned, and I mentioned off the, you know was the at-bat that Jackson had in the 13th yep. inning. A 10-pitch at-bat, foul put, you know, pitches off, stayed in it, got the walk, and then when opportunity arose, he exploited the situation and stole second base when he needed that base. Keep stealing on too. You need, you, these, that's what stealing bases is about you know, mm-hmm. for a player like him. It's not having 50 stolen bases in the year. It's getting the ones that matter the most. Mm-hmm. And that to me, was the play of the game. And that gave Jan Gomes the opportunity to have the at-bat that he had, who he, he continued to fight his way in that, that at-bat. And then to get that, you know, hit down the third baseline to score Jackson to win the ball game. That will always stand out in my mind. What I have for the Indians is Andrew Miller. Obviously, you can see that he is still bothering him. Obviously, you're not going to not play him because he's yep. too damn good not to. But you can see it's, it's affecting his control. Yeah, He's not been the same pitcher since the All-Star break that he was prior to it. And if the Indians are going to continue to run and hopefully finish off the Yankees and move forward, Andrew Miller is going to have to be a big part of that. I am concerned about Incarcion. Uh I know there was reports yesterday that he could play today. I have not seen the starting lineup yet to see he who's in it. out today. But Tito said that he could pinch hit today. And I kind of figured that would be the case. And that's the smart thing to do. If yeah, you, you can get him to... rest, if you can, well, let me, let me finish here. If the Indians can finish this game off tonight, uh, that will give him about four or five extra days rest. Because the, right now the Red Sox are leading the, the Astros 7-3. Right yep. 7-3 last I seen. So 
Uh, that's huge. If that series can continue to grow forward, they're going to have to use their pitching staff. Look, I'm not saying the Indians are going to win tonight or lose. We, I have no idea. I've said that before. You just got to let the games play out. But, you know, I love the idea of Carrasco for the Indians. And you're seeing the depth that we talked about on Thursday night coming to play in game two because you've seen both Clevenger and Tomlin used in the bullpen in an extra inning ball game and how important that bullpen was in that game to hold it at eight runs right there and what they achieved. All of the players, you know, Miller and, mm-hmm. and of course, Allen and what he pitched. Me. I mean, all those are important. But like I said, you know, Tanaka is pitching now for the Yankees tonight. And this is a bullpen game. That's one inning. He could last seven innings. Get but. The Yankees are in game seven from this point on. Yep. Make- so it is a bullpen. So expect an early hook. If the Indians score Make one or two Tanaka runs early. Work. I'm, Make yeah, Tanaka and, work. Get to that pen. Exactly. But, but here, well, here's the bottom line. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if it's no different than the wild card game for them mm-hmm. where they go to green, they go, you know, they may ask their bullpen to get anywhere between – 27, 20 to 27 outs today because they have no choice. You know, it's win or go home for the Yankees. I think so it would be it's the bottom line. Be on deck. It, yeah, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think in the bottom line is everybody's yep. on deck. Yeah, and make him work. It's a game seven. Look, when you're in that scenario, all you care about is playing game four. You know, yep. and that's where the Yankees are at. They'll worry about what they have to do. Game four, if there yep. is one, that means they win. Let me, uh, and the Indians in the same vein, they're they're set it up well. I mean, obviously Carrasco goes out and pitch well. If he has a game like Kluber, the Indians bullpen is going to be taxed. Yep, because it's been used, and it's coming off the same that the Yankees played. So it'll be interesting to see how this all uh, works its way out. I, uh, you know, of the two, obviously Carrasco on the road this year has been phenomenal, and you have a lot of faith in Carlos yep. Carrasco and. Uh, he's been a guy who has done a, uh, you know, for the Indians this season. So I expect that to continue. Two things in March or not in April and later when we had our four game losing streak, you and I kept talking about one major theme and we touched on it Thursday. This team needs to find an identity, find the identity. And I think it stands out even more that it's just a bunch of gritty, blue-collar guys that just want to get the job done. They don't care about position. They don't care about when they pitch. They don't care about when they hit, where they hit. And it shows after Trevor Bauer goes six and a third on Thursday night and baffles the Yankees, and he throws near 100 pitches, that he comes back Friday, puts his spikes on, and goes up to Tito and says, I'll go in the bullpen or I'll pinch run if you need me to. I mean, this guy just threw 100 pitches, did his job for you, and he's willing to help you out again. And I'm going to I'm going to say this too, and I'm going to eat crow, and it's going to taste very good. I said Thursday that even though I don't like the guy, and I'll be honest, I don't like him, but I had the feeling Jason Kipnis was going to play well. A diving catch to save a double to start the third in game one, that was – absolutely incredible. He came over to left field and made that catch. And then a big single in game two to give us the lead. Going the other way, slapping it the other way. That was beautiful. And then your boy, 
the people won't talk about this because it was we were losing at the point. But Brian Shaw went nearly three innings and dominated the Yankees and baffled him. And I mean, I will admit I'll I'll eat crow on that. And I thought of you when when I saw Shaw dominate. I'm like, you know what? Dim's boy stepping up. But you know what? It's it's just not one person step up. It, it's like you've talked about so many times. They don't have one guy they need just to step up. They just have a, a bunch of guys together just – and they just want to win. And Cody Allen has been nails. What he did in game two, I mean, he's only trained to go three – he's only in, in routine and in shape to go three outs. But, man, he did some heavy lifting because when the Yankees came up to bat in the ninth inning, he had to go through Judge Sanchez and uh, Gregoris. He made them look stupid. Well, that's pitching. When you do it right, you make batters look foolish, and that's that's what pitching is. It's like we talked about. Let me me throw these at you first. Let me me throw these at you just for uh, uh, talking about tonight's game. Carlos Carrasco on the mound for the Indians. Um, Let me read this here. Let me take off my glasses so I can see it properly. Um. The Carrasco last five years against these Yankees hitters. Mm-hmm. Jake is batting 429, 14 at bats, one homer, and seven RBIs. Todd Frazier is batting 391, huh. 23 at bats, one homer, and six RBIs. He homered this year off him, too. Yeah. Brett Gardner is batting 263, 19 at bats, with three RBIs. And DD Jagorius. Uh, is batting 250 and 12 at-bats, one homer, and one RBI. And those are the players that I talk about coming in. I mean, those are the ones you're going to worry about. He uh, He's only had two at-bats against Judge, and Sanchez has never faced him before. So, I mean, that's just give you an idea of what he has done. Against so it's essentially what you talked here. about Thursday night. Yeah. You control Gregorius and Gardner, you're going to win the baseball game. And those are really good stats. Tim's doing his homework tonight, guys. I mean, Tim is doing some homework tonight because Thursday he said the Indians shut down Gregorius and Garner. The Indians are going to win the game. And well, I think you know, I texted to, you yeah. the inning. I said Gregorius is 0 for four right now, Tim. And he said, yeah. "Yep." I mean, yeah, it's you know, I I think it's all pressure on the Yankees tonight, even though they are at home. And let's be honest, I. I know as badly as we want to win and as bad as I wanted to win and I was baffled and mad and upset on on Friday the Indians are not going to go undefeated in the playoffs it's impossible it's it doesn't matter look so you're I, in a good spot right now if you lose tonight you come back tomorrow let's go get them I've been telling you this all season long and I'm not changing count your my losses count your losses <laughs> what are we at right now the Yankees do, and the Indians have yet to lose. Always count the losses. Everyone wants to count down the wins. And I get that. It's exciting and all that. But they don't. What matters is how you play the game. And because, mm-hmm. like I've said before, you always rather be the team with zero losses than a team with two losses and they're back up against the wall. Yep. Uh, losses, you cannot make up. The Yankees cannot make that them up. They have to win out to have a chance. Count your losses when you're talking about sports. They matter more. Losses actually show you how your team's playing versus wins. Wins are phenomenal. Wins are exciting. Comebacks are, are wonderful, and, and, and they make everybody happy. 
and they're memorable and I love them and I want to see them to continue to have those type of moments but you know count your losses if you're really a sports fan understand the value of a loss what I mean is what does it mean to a team in an organization not saying that you win by losing that anything like that that's not what I'm talking about I'm just talking about what a loss is and how it stands up mm-hmm. to your season and that's right now in the postseason count your losses is a hell of a lot more important than counting your wins because every time you have a zero in your ledger or a one in your ledger you're doing okay yep and as it doesn't grow when you see three on your ledger you're still in the game in a a seven game series but you know you're not you're not right in this series and it's a five game series two is the you know you're matching your your number that you want to see them with so that's what matters hey looking at tanaka real quickly Mm -hmm. against the indians he's pitched well Last five years. Yeah. Well, this is going to be important because I assume Brantley's playing today as DH. Uh, uh, I don't, yeah, go ahead and read the numbers. We'll I'll, have to look that. I'll look it up right Michael now. Michael Brantley's batting 429 against Tanaka and seven at-bats, one homer, three RBIs. Lonnie Chisenhill on 11 at-bats is batting 273. Edward Carcione obviously not playing today. I owned him. But is batting 455 and 22 at bats, a homer and two RBIs against Tanaka. Jan Gomes is only batting 167 and six at bats. Austin Jackson, here's the one to keep in mind, batting 333 with nine at bats. He has an RBI. And Francisco Lindor, you got to save the best for last, batting 444 with nine at bats and two RBIs. So, and wait a minute, I forgot. I forgot about Jose. Jose, Jose, Jose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ramirez is batting 625 against Tanaka and eight at-bats with an RBI. And Carlos Santana, believe it or not, is doing well too, batting 308 and 13 career at-bats in the last five years with one, one home run and one RBI. So, look, the Indians have a history of doing well against Tanaka. So you're going to have an opportunity here for the Indians, you know, bats to do what they do, especially with that short porch, mm-hmm. you know, out in right field. You know. Yeah, exactly. And all our left-handed hitters are going to have that, you know, yep. opportunity, you know, and quite honest with you, you just have to play the game out and see how it plays. But, you know, the matchup favors the Indians with Carrasco over Tanaka. Uh, we'll just have there's to, really you know. no pressure tonight on us. No. Really not. Look, you, you stole one. You stole one in Cleveland, you know, with that huge comeback. And, you know, the hardest the, – the, the thing I kick out – my biggest concern for the Indians, you know, game three tonight and moving forward, no matter what scenario that is, going on to the AL, you know, AL Championship Series or playing game four is the health mm-hmm. of Incarcion and the health of Miller. Speaking of – Right now, me, those are the two most important things. Speaking of Encarnacion, Tito said a little bit ago – that he's feeling better. He's not in the lineup tonight, obviously, um, but he probably won't play tonight. So he probably won't pinch it no matter what. Here are, here is the lineup the Indians are going to run out tonight in hopes of a sweep. Lindor batting first at short. Kipnis in center. Ramirez at second. Bruce will back clean up and play right. Santana at first in the five hole. Austin Jackson will bat sixth and play left field. Michael Brantley will bat seventh and DH. Roberto Perez will catch because you said Gomes doesn't have good numbers against Tanaka. And Urshela playing third. There you go. It's you know what? It's it's a quality lineup. We'll see what how they yep. do. Look, 
like you said, the pressure is all on New York. The Indians have to just continue to exploit situations, not leave runners on base, as you mentioned earlier, and uh, take advantage of opportunities when they arise. Look, uh, it's always fun this time of the year because there's so many things going on in the world of sports, and you know, baseball is at its pinnacle getting towards you know the playoffs or middle of the playoffs heading towards the world series and the indians are involved so that makes it even better for northeast ohio fans and fans of the indians across the nation and just to talk about this a little bit farther anthony you and i were talking during the season and uh, i i keep trying to explain people how the game of baseball economics has changed Mm -hmm. and not that that attendance isn't important. It is. Matter of fact, the Indians' home attendance top two million, two million uh, see, uh, tickets this year, mm-hmm. and in the process was up twenty eight percent. Would let all of Major League Baseball, and their TV ratings, which were good last year when they went to the World Series, were ended up twenty nine percent better yeah. than the previous year. So it shows you everything I'm talking about. Look, uh, the days of selling out. 455 games or more. Nobody does that. Nobody no. does that. I mean, hey, God bless Boston. They were able to do it. They've had a great run, and they have the, the all-time Why record. Why do you think Yankees doing? Right. Well, look, my, my point is it's it, don't value in it. I know a lot of people do. Ron Patel. What? Well, well, yeah, it may be true. Right. I, 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 you know what? I, and I don't listen to him, so I can't. I can't. I don't either anymore. <laughs> Anyways, I don't. I don't dislike Ron. I just. I don't listen to anybody locally. If I do, I listen to Mark because he's a friend of mine, yep. and obviously with the high school football connection is very important. And uh, and if you're not, if you're listening to us and you not know who I'm talking about, Mark Means is the sports director and sports host of Youngstown Live on WBBW twelve forty. And if you're outside the market. He's on from 3 to 6 in the East, and you can catch them on their own app, WBBW 1240 Sports Radio. They have their own app. Download it. Listen to Mark. He's a pretty entertaining guy. has a lot of guests on, and you can enjoy it. That's my little plug there. Second little plug for our our good friend and member of Radio MVP is Matt Emch. This Tuesday starts Just Football with Matt Emch on 1240 from 6 to 7 p.m. You definitely want to check that out. They'll be on that same app app and uh you want to definitely check him out as matt and i will be talking football here in about an hour uh as we're going to get into what has happened in the high school college and pro and uh, his show we begins this tuesday night on 1240 sports radio here in youngstown ohio and on the iHeartRadio radio app well yes and yeah. the the app the 1240 app the, yep. the sports radio 1240 app so uh, you can get it right from there too. So it's it's a great opportunity, and I'm happy for Matt. And very we're happy to, for him. We're going to continue on, uh, and we'll get more into that. But look, I think the Indians have a great opportunity here tonight. Where it's not uh, dwell on this too much longer. But uh, I, I have love, two points. I love I love I love the uh, position where the Indians are at. I think the bullpen is in good shape, not perfect shape, but you never are in the playoffs. My biggest concerns is that Carcion going forward and Miller going forward. I -hmm. do believe uh, the writing's on the wall. If there is a game four, it's Salazar starting, by the way. That's uh, that's pretty well known now that Salazar will be game four starter. If there is a game four. Bauer, Tom, or Salazar, I think you got to go. 
Styles are a start, but I think we'll see both Bauer and Tomlin if we get to game four. But let's not get to game four, Tim. How about tonight that Carrasco goes out, goes six or seven strong, has a great appearance. Our bats finally cash in more than a once or twice with bases loaded, and we and we make the Bronx a rip-roaring tri-party and send them home while well, they bad the hell with the Yankees. Exactly. The hell, the hell with the Yankees. Yankee fans. The hell with the damn Yankees. You know, as a kid, I always wanted my – I hate my damn Yankee-Yankee, but uh, <laughs> uh, that was the, an old Pete Franklin thing. And uh, then over the years, I mean, he used to uh, – back in the 70s when the Indians were not very good, and the Yankees were always the uh, – had the connection to the Indians because of Steinbrenner yep. and other things. He, he came up with the, the promo, I hate the Yankees hanky. Yep. And I hope there's some – I hate the Yankee hankies in the uh, – in Yankee my, Stadium uh, here tonight. My best friend is a diehard Yankees fan. I love her to death. God bless her. And I talk to her every week. I had not spoken to her this week, and I'm not going to until we wave those damn I hate the Yankee hankies and we bring our damn brooms out. Amen to that. I want to put on two things real quick, though. Yeah, go in right ahead. In July, when we talked, and the Indians were in their malaise, they were 500 a couple games over, and we sat there, and it was like 10 to 3 or 10 to 2 Texas. We were getting locked. It was 8 nothing at one point. You said the Indians are going to need something to jumpstart them, something to jolt them, some big comeback to let's let's go. And it, when you and I signed off the air that night, the Indians came back and won. Friday night reminded me of that so much. That big comeback, let's go. I think, and I hope to God this is true, when you blow, the Yankees came into Cleveland thinking, hey, let's just take a split. You beat Bauer, okay, you probably won't beat Kluber. Well, they lost to Bauer, and they got to Kluber. That was a game you had. You had it. You couldn't have lost that game up 8-3. to three. You shelled Kluber. And now, I mean, that that could be the little left hook to the jaw that knocked the Yankees down on the canvas. And let's hope tonight that Carrasco delivers a big right hook and just knocks him out. Knocks them out. Let's you know what? Let's rest the bullpen. Let's. I'm gonna say this too. Michael Brantley is gonna have a big hit tonight for the Indians to win the game. Sounds great to me, and uh, I'm gonna make you a dirtbag fag sooner or later. Kipnis is gonna come through for you. He's he's the man. I'm telling you, you don't don't knock on a guy who's been injured when his injuries have shown up, and he's been injured a lot over his career. But when he's healthy, he is a force with the bat, and he's a team leader. Don't discount Jason Kipnis, uh, not well, in this series or so any other two series. Games. So he's proven me wrong in two games so far. So I can't hey. complain about him. Uh, well, all I'm going to say is in Tito we trust. I've said that from the very beginning. I'm a huge Tito fan going way back. Uh, I've said this many times. I had conversations with my fellow Indian fans and friends going back to the early 2000s when the Indians let go of of their managers back then. And I was like, at the time, you know, Charlie Manuel was gone. And I was like, we were talking about possible people to come in. And I says, the guy, it's in the organization now. It's, it's Terry Francona. 
Didn't happen. He went to ended up going to Philadelphia, then to Boston. Yep. But he did end up here, and maybe it was just timing, karma. It had to happen this way. Yeah. And uh, in the end, like I said, in it's Tito, coming full circle, Tim. In Tito, we trust. And here we go. Let's make a run. Let's get the win tonight. When was the last time we beat the Yankees in the playoffs besides 07? Was it 97 we beat them in the ALCS? Yes, the 97. 97 was when Alomar hit the home run against Mario Rivera to tie the game up in That's the ninth right. inning with two outs. That's why wow, I said, all right. Well, let's – hey, let's have a couple – uh, That was that was uh, Jarrett Wright's uh, big, big performance, first time in the playoffs – as a rookie who ended up starting game seven, of course, against the Marlins. And really the Indians rode him throughout that playoff series in 97, 20 years ago, who was a, uh, just a raw rookie who uh, yep. got things done. And you look at this Indian staff now, and uh, you see someone like, you know, what Bauer has done and how he has grown and injuries cut short Jarrett Wright's career. He yes, had, he had the ability to be that type of pitcher, like a Bauer, uh, is you Good. know who had a lot of different stuff had the fastball was phenomenal had a curveball back then so you know not looking back it is what it was and you move forward and I'm done losing in the seventh inning or I'm done losing in extra innings in game seven I, and I'm all for I'm all for sweeps in every series. I used, to, I used to say I want maximum baseball this time. No of year. way. The no. hell with then. I'll take minimal baseball as long as my team's on the li- winning ledger every time. Our hearts all right? can't take a game two again. They can't. <laughs> now let's 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 make this a four three game sweep tonight. Let's pop and move on to the AL tonight. Championship series. Let's let's move our let's, let's pop some champagne Amen and move on that. to the ALCS and then try to win that one and then move forward to the world series and uh, continue this, this magical ride. The Cleveland Indians are on. And uh, again, I'll say it one more time for all to listen in treat Tito. We trust in. I'm going to say this. Tito, too. We trust. It seems whenever the Indians make the playoffs recently, you know, you can make the playoffs some years and just not have it and go with a, a whimper and get, you know, lose three games to none or four to one or three to one. But I tell you what, every time the Indians have been to playoffs since 95, it's been fun as hell. Now it's been excruciating losing to Boston and losing, you know, and losing the Orioles. But I mean, every October has been fun. I mean, it's never. Anytime you have a chance to play extra baseball and that means postseason baseball, it's fun. I don't care. I mean, no one loves uh, seeing this season end before the World Series and not well, raising it's not happening. Raising the championship trophy and popping champagne. But look, pop it tonight. Uh, you, you always want to be in the tournament. I don't care who yep. you are and what sport you are. You want to Give play for that championship. You have to be in the playoffs Give to do that. A chance. And uh, you know that's what it's all about. Because if otherwise, you're 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 one of the teams watching on TV and. As a fan, I've watched a lot of those. Oh yes, <laughs> it's more fun to cheer. It's more fun to cheer for your team, and to analyze it and talk about it here on the podcast. So, Anthony, one last thought, and then we'll get out of here. As it's uh, six thirty p.m., we're about an hour and eight minutes away from first pitch. Well, my first thought is going to be simple, like it was a couple weeks ago. It's simply, ah, do I go simple? Or... No, it's one thing. Pop champagne tonight.
That's all. All right. We're going to pop some champagne. Carrasco, as he makes his uh, makes his debut in 2017 playoffs and makes his, his debut as a pitcher in the playoffs because he missed it last season. And oh, we'll continue to move forward. Look. Oh, go ahead. A couple years ago. And I think it's kind of funny how we talk about baseball coming full circle. Carlos Carrasco as a starter was on the verge of, well, becoming irrelevant. And he was done. And he was shipped to the, the bullpen in hopes of salvaging. Just, man, just become a one or two inning guy. Like, we can just use you. Don't, don't waste all his talent. And then he made a spot start on the mound at Yankee Stadium with his new out of the stretch and he dominated. And tonight it's going to continue. All right, let's let's see that happen. I'm uh, obviously in Tito we trust. Carrasco's on the mound. Jay Bruce has been nothing but the lucky charm for the Cleveland Indians as we continue to move forward. Looking forward to game 3 tonight. Anthony and I will join you later this week to talk about what's going on in the world of baseball. Plus, we'll maybe even get into some other sports. But this you have been listening to Radio MVP Sports Podcast, episode number 20, is in the books. For Anthony, I'm Tim. Have a great day, everyone. Cheer Go on the drive. drive.